The countdown has begun. From May 14th to 16th, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Qatar Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections, gain unique insights and uncover valuable opportunities in one of the world's most rapidly rising regions. Request your invite for this exclusive event at QatarEconomicForum.com. The Palestinian ambassador to China, Fariz Madawi, is urging Beijing to play a role in ending the Israel-Hamas war. He spoke with host Rashad Salamat and Yvonne Mann. You're there in the Chinese capital. What would you like the Chinese government to do in terms of foreign policy as an interlocutor, if anything at all? Well, of course, uh, we would like to have China on board with all other players who can really put an end uh, to this, uh, what I should call it, genocide, bloodbath. I mean, this is the most urgent thing. We need to stop what's going on. It's, uh, people are dying, and uh, we, we, we need to address this situation. It's the obligation of the international community, in which China is, is, is responsible as well. This is why they're sitting at Security Council, and this is what we expect from them, to join hands along with others. Mr. Blinken is already in the region. Uh, many European leaders are there. And I think there is special invoices going on. Uh, Mr. Wangi had spoke a lot. We are urging, not only Palestinian, but the all Arab countries are urging everybody. We need a joint, coordinated efforts really to make this happen. This is a responsibility for international community in which China needs to play its role. Ambassador, what do you, I mean, we're all watching and, and waiting. I'm just wondering, just given this, this warning that we heard from Israel about this evacuation in Gaza, what are the implications? Are you expecting or, or I think the chances of a, a wider conflict here could actually be increased now? It, it, it cannot happen. It cannot happen. Practically speaking, it cannot happen where they will go. I mean, to Sinai, I mean, who is going to be the host? Egyptian, obviously which is right for them, and we support that, is not really the home for Palestinians. Palestine is the home. If they are, you know, welcome in Israel, they can cross the borders to the north and be taken care of while the action is taking place. So it's not realistic, really, to uh, intimidate the Palestinians to go out. Anyway, there is no reaction from our side to a signal of intimidation acceptance by the population itself. Anyway, that did not happen in the past. It will not happen today. So people should look for a practical, realistic thing to put an end to what's going on. Let the people stay where they are, where they belong. And anyway, most of those people, by the way, for the information of the audience, 90 percent of the Gazans are originally refugees. They came all the way from Haifa, Yaffa, Lud, and all those regions which used to be called Palestine in the past, which is Israel proper right now. So why they should travel right away? I mean, we have already 6 million refugees already in Lebanon, in Jordan, in Syria. I mean, do we need another wave of refugees of Palestinians so the Israelis should feel happy? So Gaza without population or what? I mean, this is not realistic and nobody should yeah. entertain such a proposition anyway. Ambassador, I mean, could this, in a, in a strange counterintuitively, restart a, a peace process? And 
The fact that the Palestinians are not really speaking with one clear voice is one issue. The other is, of course, how do you get out of this cycle of where violence begets violence and you get into this situation now where nobody is actually in any shape, way or form a winner? There is no winner. I totally agree with what you are saying. I mean, there is no winner in this. All are losers. And I think we need to come to this reality. Of course, I mean, if you are very powerful, like Israel is saying, the arrogance of power would mislead you to conclusion that you can dictate the terms. It doesn't happen. You know, war is not a joke. When we go to war, we cannot predict the outcome. We are in a situation where things are asymmetrical. A very modern army like Israel has got all the capacity, is fighting against merely, you know, a very handful people who are struggling to defend themselves by any means. This is a very unbalanced game in which you cannot predict the outcome because still the cat can scratch if it's cornered in the corner and becomes like tiger and this is what happened. Unfortunately, Israelis yeah. are surprised with that. They find that their army is not capable to handle the situation. They thought that they have the best army, should handle that. They did not. And now for the first time, they had to suffer inflicted pain on them. People are taking hostages. There are some bombing. They can also go to the shelters. Israel is not in normal situation. Even the international airport is not running as usual. Markets are not working, by the way. Stock exchange in Tel Aviv is not doing very well. It's very vulnerable, small state by every standard, but they think that they are a superpower and they can dictate the terms and they can expand settlements, they can maintain this. They tried in the past and they are running out to face reality. We need to help them realize that at the end of the day, we have to find a solution. We had already right. done that in the past, by the way, when Ishaq Rabin and Yasser Arafat decided to change the whole course. Unfortunately, Ishaq Rabin was shot dead by Egal Amir, whose people now who are in government. Unfortunately, those Ambassador. people who are now in government in Israel, which they are going to lose their job very soon, they thought that they can maintain it yeah. with a military option, which is not working very well. Ambassador, we talk about the diplomatic efforts we're seeing from the U.S. as well. You, you mentioned a little bit about what China could do. I'm just wondering, does Palestine want the likes of Iran or any, you know, any Arab nation to get involved now? The whole Arab had proposed an initiative since 2002. We have a consensus with that. The Arab League met just two days ago, and we are thirsty. Everybody is crying. Because, to tell you frankly, even the Arab leaders are totally embarrassed with the situation because the Arab public opinion is also tough on them. They cannot appear to be important and not able to help. At the same time, what they can do, practically speaking, they are offering every initiative after initiative and there is no response from the other side. And instead, what the American unfortunate administration trying to jump over Palestine by trying to bring normalized, normal relation between Israel and the Arab countries, whom they have no differences actually, literally speaking, with Israel. I mean, the, Israel has no problem with Bahrain, nor Emirates, nor any of other countries. The real problem is at home here, inside Palestine, inside Israel. This is where the issue is. By ignoring that, mm. trying to sidelining out, doesn't help at all. You have to address the core issue. These are the root issue of the whole conflict in the Middle East. It cannot be yep. marginalized. It cannot be overpassed. Ambassador, very, very quickly, do you have any evidence that uh, Iran was implicated and behind what happened with this Hamas attack on Israelis? 
Well, <laughs> let, let me be frank with you. Iran could be a beneficiary out of this situation, but, but the real failure is not by Iran. If we had solved this, nobody would benefit from the situation. I mean, do, do you want to blame anybody who doesn't like, uh, you know, uh, the American policy or Israel in that region? But we are giving them really the leverage to uh, get used to this situation. Maybe they are, uh, in a way, indirectly uh, would be happy to see Israel in big trouble or the American big trouble with their allies when in, in, in situation. But are they the instigators? Are they ones who are not a single Iranian in Gaza, by the way, or in Palestine? All what's happening is between us and our next neighbors, the Israelis, and we have to find a solution to that. We cannot run away and look to blame others at a time when we can do the peace and we can solve this problem, which is long overdue. That's Palestinian Ambassador to China Fariz Madawi speaking with hosts Rashad Salamat and Yvonne Mann. For more conversations like this one, subscribe to the Bloomberg Talks podcast. I'm Dan Schwartzman. This is Bloomberg. From Silicon Valley to Wall Street, the promise and perils of artificial intelligence are playing out on the world stage. But what will the next phase of AI adoption look like? Which companies from big tech to startups will dominate? And where do the risks and unintended consequences lie? I'm Emily Chang. Join me at Bloomberg Tech in San Francisco, May 9th, to answer many of the industry's burning questions. Alongside SNAP's Evan Spiegel, Xbox President Sarah Bond, OpenAI's Brad Lightcap, top researcher Dr. Fei-Fei Li of Stanford, and many more. More details and just a few tickets left at Bloomberg.com slash TechSF.